While you're folding episode 40, Staycation and Filling Buckets. Hi, I'm Katherine Boucher, and you're listening to While You Are Folding. This show is my weekly excuse to talk about my favorite things. Marriage, parenting, faith, friendship, culture, what I'm reading and watching, and whatever else strikes my fancy. I've been a wife for 11 years and a mother for nine. I won't pretend to be an expert. I will introduce you to some amazing guests, ask a whole bunch of questions, invite you into the conversation, and encourage you to share what you heard while you were folding. Let's go ahead and start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come Holy Spirit, teach me how to pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the gift of this week. Thank you for the gift of the change in temperature. We had a really long heat wave around here, and we have had absolutely gorgeous weather the start of this week. Thank you for the gift of the change in season and the gift that it is just to be able to be outside right now. We ask that you continue to pour out your blessings upon each of us during this summer season, whether summer isn't really a time that's very different for our schedules, or if it really is, that we're able to... (laughs) You might hear Gloria along with us for today. (laughs) Just allow us to enter deeply into whatever you've given us right now, whether it's work or life with little people all around us, or trying to figure it, figure out what it is that you're asking of us. And we just want to invite you in to all of it. The good, the frustrating, the sometimes infuriating, the um, impatience, the patience, the awesome high-filled mountaintop moments, and the valleys when we're feeling desolation. We invite you into all of it. And we ask the Blessed Mother to be there with us as well. We pray all these things through your name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So as you probably heard during the opening prayer, Gloria, my four-month-old, is joining us for today's podcast. And in the spirit of embracing the imperfect, I have Gloria on my lap. I have Our awesome babysitter is at the pool with our four older kids because they had swim lessons. And I thought, instead of just waiting for the perfect moment to record, I'm just going to embrace the imperfect and try to head down to the studio and put Gloria on my lap. So if you hear some extra background noise, that's Gloria trying to add her part to today's episode. Uh, Before I get any farther, though, I want to be sure and revisit last week's episode, episode 39, The Heart of Perfection with Colleen Carroll Campbell. If you haven't had a chance to listen to it, I definitely encourage you to go back and listen. Colleen, I I am such a fangirl. She's one of my all-time favorite authors, and I was so thrilled to have her come on the podcast to talk about her new book, The Heart of Perfection. And I loved it so much that I wanted to do a little giveaway. So I would love to share who the winners are. I got two copies of the book that I bought and I wanted to send them to two listeners 
who shared about the podcast online. So the first winner is Diana Christine Three. She said, one of my favorite podcasts had Colleen Carol Campbell as a guest this week. Colleen's book, My Sisters the Saints, is one of my faves, and I hope to read her new book soon. This episode was a great reminder that desolation is total, a totally normal part of the spiritual life and that God sends us consolations along the way to keep us going. Just watch out for those false consolations. St. Jane sounds awesome, too. Well, Diana, Christine, three, thank you so much for your feedback. I, I'm so glad that you love the episode. And yes, St. Jane is one of my all-time favorites. And I think that that section of the book alone is worth the read. I received so much inspiration and consolation from uh, just learning about how St. Jane starting out as a young mother of four and then transitioning to religious life and how uh, she didn't need to have really rigorous penances that she could just work on being patient with her kids and that that was plenty. So I'm glad you liked it. Diana, Christine three, I'll be in touch to send you your copy of the heart of perfection. The other winner is coffee Beanstina, And she said, enjoying Catherine Boucher's new podcast. However, I am not currently folding. I'm crocheting. Well, coffee, Beanstina, I think that that is perfect. She went on to say, my one takeaway from the podcast is figuring out how to be in the world, but be committed to my family first. I loved her response that your discernment skills get sharper as the years go on. And then she also said, okay, how can I pick just one thing? Here are some more quotations. Pay attention to the movements of your heart. Do I have peace in my heart with this decision? And then she ended with the whole discussion on St. Jane. And then don't look for heroic penance. Thanks, Catherine. So it sounds like you really like the part about St. Jane as well. I imagine that that resonated with a lot of the other young mom listeners. And I think it's very appropriate that Gloria, (laughs) the four-month-old, is with me right now chiming in. So I am thrilled to hear that both of you loved the book. Uh, or the conversation with Colleen, and I can't wait to send copies of the book to both of you. So Diana, Christine, three, and Coffee Bean, Stina, I'll be in touch to get your address, and hopefully you'll be receiving your copies of the book in the next couple days. Um, One more thing before I move on. Colleen and I did not have a chance in our conversation. I was really hoping we would have enough time to talk about the part of the book where she went into the examine prayer when she brought up St. Ignatius of Loyola. That was probably one of my favorite parts of the book. And if you're familiar with the examine prayer, and if you have a tendency toward perfectionism, you've probably been doing it like I have all of these years, and you've been doing it all wrong. So really quickly, the examine prayer is a chance for you to go through your day. And if you've been doing it like I was, you thought of it as a chance to basically beat yourself up for all the ways that you screwed up and to figure out how to do a better job tomorrow. But if you take a step back and look at it the way St. Ignatius of Loyola intended the examine prayer, it's really supposed to be a chance for you to go back through your day And review, thinking of all the times where you saw God working and where you saw his presence and thanking him for all of the blessings. And 
having that change in perspective of that being where I should be starting the examine prayer, and even if I don't take the time to go through all the different steps, just remembering to start from a place of gratitude and remembering to acknowledge God for his presence and to thank him for the places where you noticed his presence, because he's always there regardless of whether or not we're grateful or acknowledge him or not. Um, But that shift in perspective has really changed my time of prayer. And if I'm honest, I'm not always really good at going through all the different steps of the examine prayer. And my bedtime prayer is probably where I am weakest. But um, I've definitely noticed more of a willingness to review the day because it's starting from a place of gratitude instead of where I screwed things up. So if you have a chance to find a copy of Colleen Carol Campbell's book, The Heart of Perfection, I definitely recommend that section where she talks about the examine prayer. So thanks again to Colleen Carol Campbell for coming on the show and for sharing her wisdom. Again, the book, it's called The Heart of Perfection. I hope you'll have a chance to check it out and look for Colleen Carol Campbell online. I know she has a couple of speaking engagements coming up here in the next couple of weeks and months. And if you're lucky enough to have her come to your area, I hope you have a chance to get to meet her. Thanks again, Colleen. I wanted to share some feedback that I got from two episodes ago, episode 38, when I was talking about NFP. A lot of you shared when I asked you if you were doing something to fill your bucket or something luxurious for yourself. And that seemed to resonate with some of you because I got some feedback. So first I heard from Aaron. Aaron said, Hey, Catherine, hope you are well. Love listening to the podcast. I feel compelled to answer your what is luxurious and fills up my bucket question that you posed this week. Mostly because my life as a working mom with two young kiddos is borderline imploding right now. I'm sure there are a lot of moms that are nodding their heads right now, Aaron. Okay, back to Aaron. She said, uh, So I immediately began my day dreaming my escape when you brought this up. I also love that you separated this from the self-care concept. It's so easy to cop out and enjoy something like a solo trip to Target or the grocery. I like how you cut through that noise and got to the heart of true personal joy. I have to say, I'm an experienced person and my time is precious and my family of origin is all out of town. So when all three of those things converge, indulging myself and filling up my bucket would be hanging out with my mom, aunt, and sisters. Nowhere particular, at least we'd be together. Sharing a favorite bottle of wine and and delicious snacks and laughing until our bellies hurt. That's 100% my happy place and brings me so much joy. Love listening and great to have you back. Erin, I loved your feedback. And I love that it's not anything fancy. It's about being with your favorite people and sharing some wine and some great snacks and just getting to catch up and be with one another. Because let's face it, social media is a like it's a it's not horrible, but it definitely will never replace the awesomeness that is getting to be together in person with your loved ones. So I love your feedback. And I must say the solo trip to Target is pretty great. But um, 
it's not nearly as wonderful or bucket filling as just getting to be with the people you love. So great feedback, Erin. It's great to hear from you. I hope you're having a great week and I hope I get to hear from you again. Um, Next, I heard from listener Sheila. She said, hello, Catherine. I started listening to podcast number 38 today. My kids interrupted my part way, my me partway through, such as life. I took your challenge to do something that feels so luxurious. I had a long day full of social obligations. It was fun and productive, but left me so emotionally drained. I thought of doing what I always do once the kids went to bed, mindlessly scroll social media. I knew that would leave me feeling even more drained. Instead, I got out my Bible and my journal. I spent half an hour listening to Jesus and then pouring out my heart to him in my journal. Now I feel so at peace and full of hope. The two things I pray for most. Thank you for challenging us. Did I mention that I sat outside on my balcony with the door locked as to not be disturbed? There may have even been a glass of wine involved. (laughs) Sheila, I love that. And my favorite part was where you talked about how instead of doing what you normally do, just scrolling mindlessly through social media, that you took the time to figure out what's really going to be refreshing right now. Because I, I don't think I've ever gotten off of a session on social media and thought, oh, that was so refreshing. <laughs> but it is so true that the things that really are luxurious and feel refreshing require a little bit of work and effort on our part. So for you, that meant getting out your Bible, your journal, a pen, and taking the time to read the Bible and journal. And that reminded me that that is one of my very favorite ways to pray But because of the season of life I'm in with having a little baby, um, my hands are always literally full unless I'm getting up really early and am well rested. And as you might remember in my self-sabotage episode, I've been staying up too late reading. It's gotten better. But um, I just, I really, I love your feedback because it's reminding me of how refreshing it is for me to get back to journaling with my prayer journal. So I appreciate the reminder and I loved hearing your feedback, Sheila. So thanks for reaching out. If any of you have any other ideas of things that would fill your bucket or would feel luxurious, I'd love to hear from you. As always, just email me at podcast at katherineboucher.com. So let's see what is new around here. Uh, This past week, we did a staycation. We decided our original plan was to get online and to, um, to find a house for a week to rent, but we decided that with five young kids and a four-month-old that that would be not super relaxing. So instead, we decided to stay put and just do a bunch of fun things nearby. So we went to the local zoo and we got to meet the new giraffes and tigers. And we went to the Platte River State Park and we climbed their observation tower and checked out their splash pad. We went to the children's museum. We went to the pool a bunch of times. And I am so proud of myself. I resisted my very type A organization tendency, wanting to clean out closets and organize and all that good stuff. And instead, I just embraced the slowness and the quietness of the staycation. 
And it was awesome. We, other than the things that I rattled off, didn't really do too much that was extraordinary, but we just had a really nice, quiet week with Philip off from work and just hanging out around our house. And each evening, Philip and I would either watch an episode or two of the Great British Baking Show. We've both gotten super into reading, and it's so much fun to have a husband who also likes reading as much as I do. So we're enjoying a lot of good books. Lately, I've been reading um, a couple of fiction picks that I wanted to pass along. I'm not done with either of them yet, so don't you dare tell me how they end. Um, the first one is Becoming Mrs. Lewis by Patty Callahan. That's the story of the romance between C.S. Lewis and uh, Joy. And then the other book that I'm reading, I'm listening to it on audio. It's The River by Paul Heller. And that one, I have no idea what's going to happen here. But it's um, really beautiful writing, and I'm really enjoying it on audio. The narrator is doing a really great job. So I'm looking forward to seeing how both of those play out. And our read aloud that we're listening to on audio right now is Winnie the Pooh. And I read those books when I was a little girl. My dad gave me a set, the complete stories from Winnie the Pooh. And listening to it on audio has been so much fun. Pretty much every night during our staycation after we'd go on a walk or just hang out and need to unwind, we'd put on the audio book. And um, the kids love just... Lately, our favorite way to do our read aloud time is audiobooks, since I'm either feeding the baby or needing to help someone with something. So the kids all will find a coloring drawing project that they're doing and sit around the kitchen table while we put on the audiobook. And listening to Winnie the Pooh has been a big treat. And it is so funny. The kids think it is hilarious. So Really enjoying that. And the other thing, we watched to uh, celebrate the 50th anniversary of the Apollo 11 mission. We watched the documentary Apollo 11. It is gorgeous and so inspiring. And I am so not ashamed to say that when we were watching it, I bawled like a baby when they landed on the moon. And it was just... I think it was the realization of how extraordinary it was to watch the thousands of people that were involved in making the mission happen and watching all of the people, the citizens that were gathered together across the country, watching all of the coverage and watching the launch and everything else. And to see the excitement and the hope and how united all of these people were for this one cause that inspired everyone's imagination. And I just, I literally cannot even fathom what it would be like to live in a time where that was possible to have that much of a united feeling in the country. And it made me really hope for that again and pray for that. So Yeah, it makes me emotional just thinking about how beautiful that movie was. So if you have a chance, I can't even remember how we bought it. We were going to rent it, but for just a couple of bucks more, we were able to buy it. I think it was only $9.99, and I think we bought it on Apple. Um, 
And then we were able to stream it on our Apple TV. But it was absolutely gorgeous. The National Archives allowed the documentary filmmakers to have access to this. Of course, I can't remember what millimeter number of film it was. But the quality of the footage was so crisp. It looked as though you were watching something that could have been filmed today. And there was no outside dialogue. No one was adding anything to the original footage. It just told the story itself. And then when you you finished it, you could watch the extra feature and learn how they put the film together. And it was extraordinary. So cannot recommend that one enough. It was phenomenal. Um, So our staycation, it was quiet. And I know it's probably not what a lot of you would think of as an awesome summer vacation. And I have to admit, there was there was a night leading up to our staycation where I was having a little pity party and I was saying, Philip, you know, as a stay-at-home mom, like originally this plan to stay at home, it sounded really good because going somewhere sounded like a lot of work. But now I'm having 11th hour regrets of now I'm just going to be staring at the same four walls of our home, the same thing that I do all day, every day, and not really have all that much to look forward to. And I was kind of feeling sorry for myself. But Philip did such a great job making sure each day felt different and special. And it wasn't like I rattled off our itinerary already. It wasn't like we had to spend a bunch of money or do a bunch of really exciting things for it to be refreshing. It was just slowing down and having the time to connect with the kids. And <laughs> yeah, we loved it. And uh, we read, I don't even know how many picture books with the kids and I'm feeling very refreshed. So big shout out to Philip for being such a great husband and father to our kids and for helping me to see that the simple things can really be the most awesome when it comes to a vacation that you don't even have to leave your house. Um, So that's all that I have for this week. Um, I think, oh, we dropped our binky. I better get it. Before Monty gets it. Um, this morning, or I guess it was yesterday, I found a hot pink post-it note from my nine-year-old daughter, Jane. It says, Mom, I have a podcast idea. Talk about when your child starts to go through changes. Maybe you can interview me. I'm going through changes with my body now. Please write back. Jane. So... It sounds like Jane would love to talk about puberty and what it's like to be a young girl experiencing those changes and to talk with me about questions that she might have and her thoughts on all of that. And I think it's a great idea. I think it would be really fun um, for the listeners to get to hear, maybe if you've never had a kiddo go through puberty before, this is my first time experiencing it as a parent. Um, but we've had so many great conversations and Jane is leading the way on wanting to talk about it. So I think it would be great. So we might do that for next week. And in the meantime, if you have any questions that you'd like us to discuss 
or a question that you have in general about navigating those waters, we'd be happy to talk about them on the podcast for our episode when we record. You can always send me your feedback via email at podcast at katherineboucher.com, or you can find me on Facebook or Instagram. And also, some of you have been leaving me messages on Voxer. That's that really fun walkie-talkie app. Um, You can find me on there as Catherine Boucher. So I hope I'll get to include your actual voices on the podcast in the future. Several of you have sent me messages, but you've told me that I can't share them (laughs) on the podcast. Darn it. So uh, hopefully one of you will give me permission to share your voice. uh, And so then I can include your voice on the next episode. That would be really fun. Until next time, don't be afraid to begin again and share what you heard while you were folding.